This impressive man has spoken to, signed up, 11 landlords in one week. So we thought nothing fitting than to see what landlords are looking for when they're meeting and interviewing real estate agents for property managers. Jared's the expert. Stay tuned. Hey, Jared. I'm good, good. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, you've been a busy boy. Yeah, yeah. Lots, lots to do, lots of people to meet, lots of places to see. And um, we thought we'd bring on screen pickers. I love what Lisa Novak says. She says managing an asset is like managing a bag of cash. And when people have a two-bedroom unit or a three-bedroom it's almost like they've got a million dollars and they're trusting us real estate agents, they're trusting us property managers. Oh, Lisa's asked where my hat's at. I'll grab it. Hey, she's on. So we've lost Mark. Not too sure what's going on there. Um, essentially, today's session, though, is about... Uh, property management, what people are looking for when they're choosing someone to manage for a property. Um, we're just going to wait for Mark to jump back in. I think he's going to repeat what he said. Um, okay, so Mark's out. All good. So basically what it's about is you know, what people are looking for when they're choosing their property management and what they should be looking for when they're choosing their property management. Um, I think a really important role of a real estate agency in general when it comes to choosing someone to look after your asset is ask some questions. He's back. Yeah, that was awful. Where are we up to? Um, I just started talking uh, quickly in about sort of what people should be looking for in a property manager. Um, and I got to my first question yep. of that. You should be asking questions to your property manager, to your potential property manager when you're interviewing real estate agents. All right. So you're meaning a bucket load of landlords at the moment. What are the questions that you're getting asked? What should be the questions uh, be asked when someone's meeting a property manager? Look, so I'm finding that a lot of landlords aren't too sure on the questions to ask. Um, essentially, they they want to know fees and then they want to know what price they can get for their property. Um, so a lot of a landlord's support role is to 
speak with the landlords and let them know about everything else that's involved when it comes to managing that asset for them. So, you know, a lot of it's about <laughs> Luke's comment. A lot of it's about, um, you know, really explaining to them some of the legal ins and outs of what can happen with your property and sort of what you need to look out for. The same thing goes with experience of an agency as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to managing a property. So it's really good to be able to go through what those moving parts are and how essentially you can fix issues before they arise. So you've got to realise whenever you're managing a property, you've got minimum one landlord, minimum one tenant, the property manager in between. So essentially the property manager's job is to negate any potential issues between that tenant and that property manager and that landlord to keep everybody happy. You know what I love, um, and I don't. I think I got cut out before when I was um, when I said it. Um, I know Lisa Novak always says it's like looking after a bag of cash. Your landlord, our landlords, are trusting us with that asset. That asset mm -hmm. can be worth half a million dollars or a million dollars. They're giving you half a million dollars of cash or a million dollars of cash. They're saying. I'm going to give this to you for one year, three years, seven years, whatever it is. Mm. I want you to look after it, Mr. Real Estate Agent. And more, furthermore, when you give it back to me, I want to make sure there's more in that bag of cash. And you, you are, we are the people that are responsible for that. We're trusted with that. Um, and a great property manager, there's certain questions you must ask. It's not just the dollars. That's probably the, the last question I'd be asking. Um, there's a series of questions you want to be asking that property manager to make sure you're getting that bag of cash uh, with more in it. No troubles. Let's blast through them. We've got 10 today to go through. Okay, so I guess the first one would be experience. Um, you know, you want to know how much experience that agency has in the market. You also want to know how much experience your property managers have. Um, it's all too common that you're seeing property managers come over from nails or hair or fresh out of high school. And that's great. Everybody needs to start in the industry. But you do need to make sure that you've got people there that can support and that can be in charge of your property that have got, you know, 10 years, 15, 17 years experience in the game. So they've seen everything, they know what comes up, they know what's going to happen before it happens and they can stop it from happening. It's like a bushfire. If they are not experienced about on, on uh, firefighting, um, it can go out of control. What's the next one? Um, so another one that we've got is the services that a property manager offer to a landlord. Yep. To support their property management needs. Um, now, and, are, you know, and those services are wide and varied. Hey, and it doesn't necessarily mean real estate one hundred and one, but willing to do what others are not willing to do. And, and I think sometimes property managers um, can sort of read the right act on what they're not doing, but just to get roll up their sleeves and get stuff done. Sometimes they're even a property is giving it a clean just because there's a tenant right behind it and they just want to do everything. Hmm. Absolutely. And it even goes deeper than that, too, of, you know, a lot of people that own properties are investors. They are looking to reinvest in the area. So it's always good when you're talking with an investor, giving them or they're giving you their property to manage that you have a big enough team behind you that you can work out what they're looking for in properties as well when it comes from exploring the market's perspective. And you can give them the commercial options, you can give them the residential options, 
You can talk to them about their yielding and their rates. Can't give them financial advice, um, but you can help them throughout the rest of their journey as well while you're looking after that property so that you're not, they're not having to bounce around and talk to 10 different people for their real estate needs. They can keep it all very contained and simple. I like that. I really like that. It's sort of like a property advisory that, uh, and I do find that with sometimes with the agencies, they're a little bit larger, um, that you've got that holistic experience where some, like a landlord of ours can turn to us and say, who's the best lawyer in town? Who's the best broker in town? They can say to us, we want to buy something commercial. What do you think? They, want, they can say to us, we're buying another property. What do you, you know, um, can you help us on, on that in terms of the sales capacity? So it's just not a one-stop shop. It's a 10-stop shop where we can look after all the property needs for, for them. And also another question that um, new landlords should be asking is, what's the real estate agency's communication style? Because they're all different and every landlord's different. People want to be approached in different ways. It's all too common that a property manager or a real estate agency will stick to email, which is great, but a lot of information can get lost in that process. And then with phone calls as well. So it's really important to make sure that they are connecting with you in the means that you're comfortable with, whether that be WhatsApp, text message groups, uh, emails, phone calls, whatever you need, you need to make sure that that agency can be accustomed to your needs. And I think also on the back of that, um, the a big part of it is training your property manager. And if you're mm. changing your property managers all the time, it's a real pain in the ass because you just start, you've just trained your property manager on exactly what you've just said, the communication techniques, what you like or what you don't like, and they're gone. Um, so mm. I think tenure is another one as well where you wanna make sure, it's a massive difference between a career property manager and a property manager because i find that career property managers are within agencies a very long time they're very experienced huge depth of knowledge and you can build the relationship as a landlord with your property manager whereas i find if it's not a career property manager you may find they don't quite have the experience you're getting a new property manager every three months or six months and just as you've trained someone to, to manage your asset how you like it they're changed and that quality of information that information that you passed over is gone um mm. and it often isn't isn't documented or you know it's a style or a tone or a technique that you can't put in a, a memo for the next property manager that's right um and sort of off the back of that property manager tenureship as well is when it comes down to things like tenant screening, because ultimately the most important thing when it comes to your property is your tenant. Uh, you want a good tenant, a clean tenant that's going to look after your asset as well and treat it as if it's their home, not just a boarding house that they're chilling in for the next couple of weeks. So uh, tenant screening is a really good question. What is the real estate agency doing to check these tenants? And I'm not just talking about the simple stuff like um, they're checking a reference and they're checking their rental history. You want experience in the area and the market. You want to know who's around in the area and in the market. There's a lot of things about people that you just don't know unless you've been local to an area for 15 years. So it's really, really important that you know majority of the tenants in the market. You can see a name pop up and go, oh, we've had these guys before. These are great tenants or we've had these guys before. 
Yeah, even a pro, even a profile of person, I find a, pro, a great property manager, and it's going to be hard to screen this when you when you're meeting when you're meeting when you're looking for a property manager. But I do find if you can look for a property manager that has a little bit of wisdom, has a little bit of that sixth sense, has that experience, very important because sometimes the applicant of the tenant, the application for the tenant, isn't in writing, and mm. a great a great property manager will have a good gut or a good sixth sense of what works and doesn't work in that type of property. For instance, if it's a granny flat that's next door to where the owners live, there's a particular person you can put in there. You're not going to put in sort of um, uh, people that are sort of entertaining a lot um, because, you know, the owner's right next door. So, you know, there's but they, they have this, this scope and skill um, to choose those people. So how do you... How would you possibly choose that when you know that when you're choosing your real your property manager as a landlord? Well, I think it just comes down to the connection that you make with them when you meet them, realistically, because ultimately, you know, majority of people are going to have two or three real estate agencies come through and sort of have a conversation with them. So I think it'll come down to um, who's honestly, who feels the most honest that's going to help you with finding that tenant versus who wants to just put a tenant in there tomorrow for the best price. Um, some yep. people that's fine, but we've got three of them at the moment where there's granny flats in the backyard. One's a daughter lives in the granny flat of the owner. The other two are owners live in the front yard. So it's, you know, it's really, really important that yes, you want the best money and yes, you want it in the market as quickly as possible, but finding those suitable tenants realistically is more important for longevity. Um, so, you know, usually with places like that, we're looking for tenants that have got a history in the local market. Um, potentially, we might know them in the local market, know them as people as well. So you can really get a guise of who's who in the zoo. Awesome. Well, hopefully we've helped everyone today with choosing a great property manager. I do have to say, if you choose correctly, um, with a property manager, you are get it, you are taking away a world of pain. If you do make a mistake with a property manager, and you know it, don't stick with it. It's not hard to change your property manager. If if anything, it's just one piece of paperwork, and it can transfer, and it's often no cost to transfer it to us for example. So guys and girls, hopefully I hope you'd stay in using a great product manager. Jared, well done on, uh, on, on, on onboarding so many landlords um, with us and congratulations to the landlords. Thank you very much, Mark. I mean, yeah, ultimately it's just listening to what's important to those landlords and making sure you can follow through with what they need individually. Just listening and acting. Thanks, Jared. Thank you. Cheers, everyone. Bye-bye.